Hello. We're just living life. <laughs> Kourtney Kardashian, all she says, when she wants, living when she life. Have, when she doesn't have words, her vocabulary is minimal. We're just living life. I'm just living life. Everyone is just living life. <laughs> Aren't we all, Courtney? Some say all? that they're still living life to this day. Wow. <laughs> Hi. Hi everyone. Welcome to Bitches with Intellect. Mm -hmm. This is our first episode and we are so excited for you to be here. Um, pilot, if you will. This was just an idea. All the logistics are in place now for us to just have fun. There is a lot of logistics that go into it. It's just me and my sister, you know? Mm -hmm. We're starting off with two <laughs> mics recording. Like, th this is it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this things is... are not going to be perfect. We're getting used to it. We're not producers. We're not audio engineers we're not just, yet not yet we're we're learning yeah we're doing it on our own um which makes me really proud i mean yeah just like the fact that we're putting our first episode out now and literally everything was done on our own it was just you me lena who took our photos thank you lena mm -hmm. she really understood the assignment let's put it that way so it's just us and Mm -hmm. How many times are we going to say that? <laughs> We're really proud. Yeah. We're just being who we are right now. And we hope that that is enough. And we hope that if it just reaches one person, then I feel like we did a good job. There are some things in this specific episode that we filmed. And there is some technical difficulties. <laughs> We have two mics and they were just, we we're just a little bit too close. Too close. So now we learned our lesson. We're sitting further apart. And what were the other things that we kind of noticed that were like, oh, <laughs> we should probably let them okay. know in advance. Okay, so in this episode, we start just mentioning Heather, who is <laughs> <laughs> who is my sister's dog. We were like, they're not going to know who Heather is. Yeah, and it's a human name. So for all you know, it could have been <laughs> another sister, friend, a cousin. <laughs> cousin. You don't know. So you guys have contacts. <laughs> mm -hmm. What else did we have to let our audience know before this episode starts? Mm -hmm. Oh, we can't pronounce our words. Let's... <laughs> Le and dead ass, you guys. Like that's that's literally what, we need I, work to, on what our I need to tell you guys. Yeah. Like I was thinking about it. I think it's because we speak two languages, and I just happen to be dumb. I'm just kidding. I don't know why, but sometimes I feel like we talk so fast, and we want to get our our thoughts out very quickly. We're both air signs. My sister's a Libra. I'm a Gemini. But you guys can understand what we're saying. But just so you know, we're aware of it now. We're gonna work on it. But. I think we get our point across quite well. And yeah, we have a Valley Girl accent. That's another disclaimer I want to put in there. <laughs> we literally... literally... Oh my gosh, we're so annoying. <laughs> we really do have a Valley Girl accent. We didn't know. This is news to us. Take us as we come. This is who we are, like, honestly. And I think we're doing a great job. So... Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait for you guys to listen. Yay! Yay! So excited! Woo! So excited! This is gonna be the start of a beautiful friendship, you guys. I can't yeah. wait. I'm just glad we're ripping off the band-aid. Yes. So yeah, let's do it.
just wanted to um, introduce ourselves separately so that you could hear the difference in our voices. Um, we sound really similar. So this is Evie. Yes. Hello, check, check, one, two, three. And I'm Valerie. <laughs> I just want everyone to know, Valerie is my younger sister. Mm-hmm. And boy, do we have a show for you today. Yes, we're so glad you're here. And you'll just hear how wise my little sister is. And uh-huh. how... So yeah, please enjoy Bitches with Intellect. And- oh, mm-hmm. We are not pros yet, you know. Not yet. We're working on it. Always be recording. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to need your help because I feel like it's really hard for me to be present and like truly myself. I don't feel like I was myself in the last, you know. Yeah. Because I'm like so aware that we're recording and all that stuff. Um, But like, I feel like right now we're both in kind of a mindset where we could talk through some things. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be like true to what I'm really feeling. Yeah. Because basically... Sometimes, I guess when we start recording, it's hard for us to get deep within ourselves because um, we've never had to like not unnaturally go to those places when we feel really um, well-spoken and like, you know, with our feelings, well-spoken with our feelings. It's, it, it can be hard. So like, you know, those days when you, all of us feel that when there's days when you feel good and you feel really understanding of yourself and your emotions and your triggers. And then there's days where you just don't and you literally need to exist, just exist. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. (laughs) that we all have that in common you know so we're doing our best and i know we can get there it's just it's just that we have to get used to it because we want it to be as deep and authentic as possible and that can be hard when it feels unnatural to get really deep all of a sudden or whatever but right now we just turn on the mics because we were talking and it just felt really useful really useful stuff really deep and i feel like many people will understand how we feel and my sister was the one that said that we should turn on the mics and i think that was brilliant because this is exactly what i mean like we'll we'll start talking about something we'll get super deep and then we'll just feel so hurt and i just want to spread that you know around yeah that's the whole point but um in terms of like right now specifically i feel like you should just give a summary because i'll get involved with in the feeling of it mm-hmm. and then we could just talk through it Okay, so let's start with the fact that I have a throat infection. Let's start there. I just took a numbing spray for my throat just to be able to talk right now. I have been whispering to my sister and I've been like trying to communicate with like motions and hand gestures and stuff and texting and you know, whatever. Whiteboards. Whiteboards and um basically that is kind of what started everything, not gonna lie. Um so Basically, we just had a rough weekend. And to put it lightly. It was a lot. It was, for me personally, I think there's there's no good feelings or bad feelings. I think all feelings are equal and necessary. But it was hard. It was hard. You know? Yeah. You could think of it as bad. But, you yeah. know, it was just it hard. It was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, okay. Should I start with what we had planned initially? or no totally because our expectations i think put a lot of pressure okay and and i'll take full full responsibility for that part um because we had plans to hang out with a mutual friend and me and you well it was me i was like okay let's have this and this planned i had to have an itinerary i literally wrote a note in my phone called itinerary (laughs) we kept calling it the itinerary i said send me the itinerary (laughs) like we were taking it seriously and like you know yeah. As you should, it's all, we were, it was plans to have fun. Yeah. Those are the best. We had so many things we were looking forward to. Um, but we're also really adaptable, you and I. Yeah. So it's not like the, it's not like groundbreaking if, yeah. if the plans change. We're always open to that. It's just that we had things planned out, mm-hmm. you know, so we kind of got used to those things. Yeah. And then 
it just took a slippery slope like literally yeah. we tried our best to take it as we could <laughs> i'm just laughing because <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing like i just feel so emotional <laughs> about the whole thing but it's also kind of funny <laughs> no it's almost so ridiculous like it's on a meter right it passed the point of ridiculousness where it's just funny at this point like it's just hilarious at this point that's how i feel about a lot of things like yeah. like if something is dumb and just dumb enough it'll be funny yeah or bad exactly. or just bad like, enough it'll be funny ridiculous it was ridiculous yeah. enough so now it's funny let's so get, let's let's invite our <laughs> our listener i was gonna say viewers <laughs> our <laughs> listeners to really understand what's going on so we had planned to hang out with a mutual friend and um it's someone who like i haven't been friends with for too long but she was my friend first basically and then i i introduced her to valerie and we kind of hit it off so it was like the three of us like mm-hmm. we got really close really quick at least you know i thought we did quick for us because yeah. um she just we just uh, like that we got yeah we became friends so yeah. and so um i'm really guarded when it comes to friendships just because of like past trauma and stuff like that so the moment that i felt what, like we were bonding give a little brief of what has happened before like i've you know? been i've been bullied by my friends mm-hmm. and they weren't my friends right but yes at the time i thought they were my friends mm-hmm. and i it's just like um a, a cycle that's happened over my life um even into adult so making friends is really hard for me i'm really guarded and that's why like when i felt the bond growing with us i like ran with it i was like oh i need i want you to come to my hometown um and i want you to like see where i went to high school like yeah. all this, you like, got excited and I that's so excited. yeah like we all we like we all do when we get new friends yeah um i hope yeah. that's normal because i feel like like looking back i'm like oh my god relax you know mm-hmm. but that was the point right to have her come to our hometown and the three of us were gonna hang out and we were going to hit a few places mm-hmm. and then go from there yes just places we grew up with you know mm-hmm. just things like that yeah and um you know the details are not important that's why we're not going into specifics yeah the fact is um the day before this is gonna happen um our friend let's call her grace by grace through faith love that so our friend grace she called me and she told me that she was really dealing with a lot of anxiety um in regards to just like things going on like the shooting here in san diego that happened in downtown and then you know the national rape day which like don't even get me started on that bullshit but it was understandable it was valid she was not feeling it you know and so she communicated that to me i was really i appreciated it because i appreciate when people are very straightforward about how they're feeling you know didn't national rape day really you feel have something to do with it so it was friday mm-hmm. and then saturday was supposed to be national rape day yeah um and so she mentioned that as a reason why she was so anxious okay okay when she communicated that she was really anxious she didn't really want to be around people she was not in the in the mindset to like hang out um and or go do out too much yeah. go out we had like a group call and we're like okay let's scratch the whole thing like yeah who gives a shit like we'll come pick you up me and grace are gonna drive up to where valerie is pick her up mm-hmm. bring her back and um just hang out at her boyfriend's place mm-hmm. so she was worried that we weren't gonna have fun and she was really anxious about telling us too so she yeah. you know yeah. she's she also has a hard time communicating like we all do yeah like um and but we told her uh, we don't care we just wanted to hang out with her and that's how you know you're really friends with someone doesn't matter what you're doing you can be sitting on their bed and you'll have fun so and like things just don't go according to plan yeah and that's okay 
And I, I did my best to, like, reassure her that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it worked out. We were like, okay, let's do it, whatever. And, like, the reason we were hanging out at her boyfriend's place is because, like, he has a really nice condo and, like, um, he was going to be out of town and he said we could hang out there. Um, so that's just for context. When we headed out that Saturday morning, everything was perfect, you know? Like, we were vibing, we were in the car, there was traffic, but, like, we were, like, singing or, like, we getting were... into really deep talks. Exactly, yeah. So we stopped once at a gas station and that's when I told you guys that my throat had been hurting more because basically i had just been having for like four to five months this uh subtle pain in the back of my throat on the right side it like went down my neck as well so i knew something was wrong i wasn't expecting to hit me that day but when we stopped at that gas station i had felt like it was hurting differently and more and that's something to note um grace hasn't really hung out with us for years so she doesn't like know us that well yeah i know you well yeah so when you said it i took it very seriously like you're not someone who has like pains all the time not at all you know yeah i took it seriously then like i'm just trying to pinpoint where did it go south you know when it went (laughs) south you want to know when when i did not plan how our dogs were going to meet oh yes it sounds so stupid yeah so grace's dog was at the condo waiting for us and we had heather with us and yes we didn't plan out how they were gonna meet and heather is um afraid of bigger dogs than her yeah. and or just gen- generally other dogs and i've tried to socialize her and it was this experience that made me think like i really need to invest in like a dog whisperer because i was not good her anxiety is through the roof literally you got her to calm down your anxiety only to find out she has more anxiety than you <laughs> she's my emotional support animal you guys. yeah and then i'm heather's emotional support animal to her <laughs> Because she cannot handle being alone or being around other dogs or or she can handle being alone, but just like she needs us. She you can tell oh, like she, she is yeah. attached to us. So And she's a puppy too. She's a puppy. So she's, she's like a, puppy, a year old. Like we're all we're all learning. We're all trying to do our best. Mm-hmm. Problem is <laughs> <laughs> things got out of control well heather was barking yeah so grace's, grace's dog, dog is so sweet and she's like 15 years old you know so she's like super calm and chill and she's just like going with the flow and she was excited to see heather i saw her wagging her tail mm-hmm. and heather was like bitch and just like went after her and i saw her biting at her neck like i it was like attacking to attack yeah because grace's dog got excited and started sniffing heather yeah but heather sees a big dog coming at her and she got so scared because it was so sudden yeah. she didn't get a good chance to c- take a good look at grace's dog yeah. she was just she we just opened the door yeah. and grace's dog comes out as she should like she yeah. you know she's what does she expect you know yeah um she was she's so sweet so calm but heather just couldn't handle that yeah. a big dog was coming towards she her. wasn't heather didn't know that it was friendly heather assumed that it, she was getting attacked yeah she was and not prepared me as her dog mom like what i should have done is had grace take her dog into a room and just like have her stay there while i brought heather in and put her in another room and then we should have let grace's dog just walk around the house like normal and have um heather just chill in there while she could get used to the smell and stuff like that but and it was completely my fault i take accountability for that for them meeting and then just like going really wrong yeah because heather's our dog exactly and so from there my anxiety spiraled because i felt responsible for the ambiance of the room and obviously there's a before the meeting 
and after like we were all having such a good time and then when that happened i feel like we were all like not in a good place and I, honestly when i say we i think it was me and grace because if there's something about valerie it's like she'll have a good time no matter what like the house will be burning down she'll be like this is this is fine and i was laughing as it was happening <laughs> and i was like it's not funny like, i know but I, <laughs> but I also like laugh when i'm nervous so at this point when i was laughing at for both things. I was laughing because it was funny. I was laughing because I was nervous. <laughs> and I was like, I knew how ridiculous it was. And I still felt so responsible and so sad. And like, just like, every, this is not how I wanted it to go. And like, obviously, Grace loves her dog and is protective of her dog. And I feel like if a dog was doing that to Heather, I would be pissed. Like, maybe not at the dog, maybe not at the dog's owner. But just in general, just like, so stressed. Like, you know? Yeah. And so maybe I was projecting, but that's what I assume Grace was feeling. Because from there, I feel like the whole energy just like was wrong and um also keep in mind we're in her boyfriend's condo and he's like for lack of a better term he's loaded okay so it's like a really nice place she wants the condo to be in good you know standing when he gets back like and that's totally fair you know so i think my anxiety was already up and then like she was very kind and graceful just like her name grace to tell me like hey um just make sure she's not scratching at the door like make sure this and that. but i do feel like inside of me i'm hearing like my mom and my grandma like snapping at me for little things and so my reaction was just like to feel like shit like to feel like oh my god i'm such a fucking horrible dog mom and like a horrible friend like i'm and it was a lot of stress like i was trying to make sure that heather didn't ruin anything even though i felt like she already had in a way and i couldn't go back in time so it was just, i just felt so out of control i think that's what it was yeah it changed your mindset your stability like it just like i think from there you were acting out of a different place like yes. a fear and yes. anxiety and worry mm -hmm. instead of just out of love and having compassion for yourself in the situation and you know mm -hmm. yeah you know once i put heather in a separate room she was scratching at the door to get out and so she was like hey like make sure she doesn't scratch the door so i put her in her kennel inside of the room and like that was that was so horrible for me like she's my child you know and i don't want her to be stuck in a room by herself in a kennel and like i don't know if she's drinking water and eating like the reason i got her is because i have anxiety but i f i feel so anxious having to take care of her in moments like this where things are not in my control like in my house everything works out perfectly but i mean I, now we know that i can't take her there you know but like the point of us saying this whole story is because from there yeah. it's hard to know if grace was having an attitude with me or if i just felt super anxious about everything and and every like every input was being distorted into something negative yeah so i don't know where we stand right but i did kind of like like i was kind of testing the waters with her like oh like i hope we were not annoying you too much and like i would say like little things like that and and i that's part of me trying to be present is just voicing how i feel you yeah. know and so like there were times there was a time where i was like don't be mad at me like don't yell at me and um it like it sounds kind of pathetic but i feel like i need her to see that i'm in this like really vulnerable state and like i feel like you're mad at me you know yeah and it, it's just hard to balance all of this at once you know in real time like i'm trying to just have a good time but also i'm really triggered right now mm -hmm. and i'm really anxious and like to make the long story short go back a tiny bit because okay. so that first day not only was it stressful because of the dogs because you two were trying to protect her but me being in the middle we had no idea i had a throat infection we didn't know what it was we really didn't know and that caused a lot of anxiety between i mean i'm sure 
you're a grace as well but especially you and i like yeah. we're a team mm-hmm. we're you're gonna help me figure it out so you're equally involved and yeah. uh um concerned you know yeah. so um and grace was as well like she was really trying to help us like mm-hmm. i could tell grace was quiet but I, I feel like it was because she was focusing a lot she just focuses on the solution not the problem and so do we so between all this you guys were trying to help me mm-hmm. with the pain and also trying to figure out what it is and i just felt it was just really overwhelming because you've had it for five months too yeah like, it wasn't just like oh i have a sore throat i'm gonna get sick in the next few days it was like this pain has been going on for five months and it's unbearable right now yeah so i was panicking you know that night we like hung out with her separately too but she was like she was like really tired and like watching tv so like i watched tv while you were asleep and then when you woke up i went to sleep and you were watching TV. yeah and, like everything seemed fine you know and like i was like oh let's just go to bed you know and start a new tomorrow and that and we did you know we woke up we were all like um fine and the reason i feel hesitant to say fine is because i don't know how she feels yeah and i know that she has a hard time telling me and expressing those things Mm -hmm. but to someone who's so anxious like me i'm like well i don't know like she probably hated us the whole time she was just pretending like Mm -hmm. that is like a common theme like i think people are pretending when they're around me and they're not actually having a good time and it's so stressful you know yeah so that morning was honestly on paper that morning was great we went to get coffee like we walked down the street got coffee we walked heather around to me as someone who didn't know that this was going on between my sister and her like i thought grace was acting very normally like being herself being really fun funny well, sunday i did yeah yeah sunday that morning just yeah i was like it was okay, great everything's fine we're fine we were joking mm-hmm. everything so fun we were just walking around it was beautiful peaceful mm-hmm. and then we went back to the apartment and like we ended up heading out after breakfast and i just had like a weird feeling like i just felt like not the same like i've hung out with her before more specifically the time i hung out with her before this um we like really bonded i felt i felt like we both really opened up to each other and then like we genuinely and sincerely hugged each other and were like excited to see each other again when we said goodbye on sunday i did not feel that you know and i kind of wanted to put that out i was trying like i was trying to be super sincere and like okay hopefully you can come over this week or like let me know when you have time to hang out and um her response was like just let me know when you get home safe and look i will be the first to say that maybe i'm delusional like maybe she was feeling fine and maybe she was just tired and like it has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. but this is how i was perceiving it and so that's why this this morning i texted her to check on her because she told me she was going to the dentist today so i said hey like good morning how was your dentist appointment and she was like um it went well whatever and then i said like hey like i feel like we annoyed you this weekend especially me um if i did something like please let me know because i truly value our friendship and um i think again it's hard to say like what she's really saying i guess because what she said was like to be honest i was really uncomfortable this weekend and to me like i was thankful for that little tiny crumb because i'm like okay it wasn't just me like and she's not gaslighting me like everything was fine what are you talking about you know okay yeah she was uncomfortable okay so then i said like is there anything specific because 
I, like, I, I just want to know if I did something. Yeah, and you said something along the lines of, like, what could I have done better? Yeah, what could we have done better? What could we have done because better? Because we were in her space, and, you know, I was doing, like, I was doing my best to be respectful of her space, and, like, took care of Heather, and I was also trying not to be so inconvenient to her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to voice that to her, like, those were my intentions, but sometimes when you intend to do something, you don't always hit the mark, and that's what I was trying to get at. Like, where did I miss the mark, and just let me know okay she said i don't know how to say it but it was an overwhelming day to say the least and then i said i felt the same i still do um i'm sorry we put you through that what could we have done better and she said honestly i'm not good at talking out my feelings but i was uncomfortable most of the weekend so i guess we're all just really different so that too i was kind of like wait so this is this goes beyond like the situation and the circumstances Mm -hmm. because if you're saying we're all different it's like oh so it has to do with like who we are as people Mm -hmm. so then i said okay do you have anything specific um or are we just not a good fit as friends like was it that bad you know and that's totally fine but i just want to know because i don't want to sit in limbo and wondering like what happened and then her response was is there anything you want to talk about and your theory was like oh well you're like being so adamant about this maybe she thinks you have a problem yeah like i felt like she really had no idea what you meant Mm -hmm. and she was being kind of like it like caught her off guard that she was like oh no like why do you have a problem or what's yeah yeah which could be yeah which could be and so when she so she asked me if i if there was something i want to talk about and i said no i'm seriously confused i was just stressed about valerie and heather but i was trying to be respectful of your boyfriend's place and i try not to inconvenience you so i just feel lost like i don't know what i did and she said it's all good girl don't stress it and i said okay you can always tell me how you feel i know it's not easy for you but i can't be a good friend if i don't know the things that bother you and she has not responded i feel dumb because i'm like i'm trying to analyze these like text messages and blah 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 but like i feel like i I need to talk through these things because this is where things go wrong in my friendships like if if i had a choice i would have like just not said anything at all and just like never talked to her again but that's Mm. not fair right because yeah i don't know anything and i don't want to assume so that's why i asked yeah but also the reality is she has trouble explaining what she feels so you don't you wouldn't have talked to her again because you just the conflict scared you yeah yeah i'd be i would just assume that she hated me and that it was my fault everything that went wrong was my fault and like just don't deal with it don't bother her anymore okay just hearing that i feel like that's always a projection we all have honestly you're never gonna be the root of a problem no one i don't even think people ever look at people as the root of any problem but we always look at ourselves as the root of problems yeah that feels like a projection well yes yes but that's what i'm saying like that would have been me in the past okay i've done some growth i've tried to understand myself a little better and i said no i'm not going to bitch out of this you know i love grace and like i've known her probably i don't know probably since thanksgiving of last year we've only known each other for five months yes first conflict this is the first conflict yes you have to figure out each other's communication patterns miscommunication patterns like there's so many things you have to learn about your friends in order to like understand how to resolve things yeah yeah Yeah, you're right and we're not afraid of conflict here okay all fucking friendships fight okay it's inevitable i know i'm gonna fight with my sister again it's inevitable i lift weights every day i'm waiting me too (laughs) 
all of a sudden me too me personally it like makes me feel like we're getting closer once we overcome those things it's just a big hump when you literally have no clue how the other person communicates or feels about things or you know you don't know any of their patterns Mm -hmm. especially at five months and especially between you two (laughs) because you two are guarded and you know so you can't really see your faults like i point them out to my friends immediately i'm like oh my god don't let me talk to your friend your guy friend because i just want attention and that's not fair to him like i literally said that (laughs) like i'm like don't let me talk to them because then it's not fair because he's your friend and i feel Mm -hmm. bad and and yeah so you guys just are a little more guarded well for me personally i'm scared i'm scared to let people know who i really am you know it's really dumb because if if i'm not showing my authentic self what's the point you know because they're gonna like me for this mask and portrayal that i have exactly that's not fulfilling at all defeats the whole purpose of real friendship like real friendship and it's not dumb it's not dumb many people feel this way i'm sure so many people listening feel like they can't be their authentic selves if anything i personally think that's the number one problem with um all people it's still something to this day i feel like you know i've gotten so much more confident with myself but to this day man there's days i wake up and i feel afraid it's just that fear is still there um like you know sometimes we don't even realize it you just you you alter versions of yourself that like basically when you think of hanging out with someone you go through the filter of like okay i need to be this version of myself so that they like me Mm Um, or, you know, you go into it being like, okay, I'm going to be more of this version because mm-hmm. I think they'll like that better. Because yeah. you're thinking about what will they like from me instead of just being yourself, mm-hmm. just existing mm-hmm. and just seeing if they like you and, and you seeing if you like them. Like, we need to start thinking, do I even like this person? Is this person even worthy of my fucking presence? Are they even worthy of me trying this hard and being my authentic self? Mm-hmm. Is it worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay we just came back from a quick break we listened to a little bit of it and my or it sounds a little <laughs> bit loud like i sound a little bit intense like i don't know if i'm too close to the mic it's because last time i was too far now i'm too close okay you guys it's like the fucking three bears up in here okay goldilocks, goldilocks. yeah so we're figuring it out we're so sorry i hope the substance of our conversation is enough <laughs> <laughs> to keep people <laughs> the quality uh, girl we are gonna get better trust me it's just we have to fail in order to yes. succeed right so yeah. yeah where are we trying to get to in this story it's the fact that i clearly have issues <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> and my sister was giving me really good advice because mm-hmm. i broke down crying and mm-hmm. it goes beyond like the situation with grace it's like the feeling of like wanting a friend so bad you know like someone who actually knows you and who you could be yourself around and like i was saying like i feel like because i pray for it often if i even feel like a hint or glimmer of like potential i just like fucking shove in and i'm like okay like we're best friends what happened with this weekend like i made an itinerary like i want to do this this and that and then things didn't go according to plan and (laughs) not only did they not go according to plan they spiraled out of control oh my god <laughs> i mean sunday ended with me in the emergency room so y'all can exactly. 
figure that out. Exactly. That was, yeah, that's just the breaking point, right? Like, mm-hmm. so. Like, we now know that it was an infection, a lymph node infection, and she's taking antibiotics, and mm-hmm. everything is fine now. Um, But coming down from all that, and, uh, like, I work a really crazy job in social work, so I went from the ER to, like, sleeping to waking up and, like, doing my job, and just, like, during, I just had this thought, like, I need to reach out to her, and I just feel like that conversation didn't go the way I wanted it to and that's me being controlling like I just wanted her to tell me like everything's fine like you're a good friend like I can't wait to see you again you know Mm -hmm. and none of that was said your anxiety makes you really want to control things like you specifically you know and so you try to (laughs) her trying to control me not saying she's controlling (laughs) I'm totally joking I know I know you're joking I'm joking too (laughs) (laughs) remember that fight we were talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> y'all there's not gonna be a next episode <laughs> yeah. pull the plug <laughs> okay oh okay <sighs> but what i wanted to explain to our listeners who don't understand the, the degree that you you go to you want to control how people react to you <laughs> yeah. you know yeah um because like i'm controlling as well but that's not one of the things i'm controlling about like yeah. we all like express it differently. yeah and you want to express i'm not attached to how people react to me i try not mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. um gone a long time for me to get to that point but i've never wanted to control how people reacted to me mm-hmm. i've always just focused on the fact that i'm the one in control of how i feel about myself and yeah. and uh, at the end of the day if i care about how people react to me that's my issue like i've just had that in mind but you know you struggle with with still figuring that out that you know yeah and it's like at what cost at what cost well i was in a relationship for five years and i'm not you know and like i wouldn't say it was my fault i wouldn't say it's their fault but my issues with being controlling are at the pit of like every problem that i have you know mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to figure it out and it's so hard to figure out like i'm trying to balance like who i am as a person and like trying to be better and also like make friends and like that's what i want so bad in this world and like mm-hmm. what i'm learning is like that's what you don't want people to know yeah. <laughs> like you don't want your um you don't want to put a, a sign um out there that says i don't really care how you treat me i just need a friend yeah just like desperate for friendship here mm-hmm. i'll overlook your abusive um unhealthy behavior towards me but you not wanting to put that out means you haven't accepted that about yourself that you are desperate for friendship yeah you're the reason you don't want that scary for you to say out loud to other people is because you haven't accepted that about yourself you know well um you could be right i just don't know i don't know if we're like talking about the same thing because what i'm saying is um in any type of relationship you don't want your messaging to be it doesn't matter what you do i'm gonna Mm -hmm. love you unconditionally we should have conditions for our love you don't want to just love people that treat you like Mm -hmm. and so or like give yourself to people or open up and give them all the power in the relationship which is what what you're doing when you say i really don't care how you treat me as a friend i'm always going to be a friend to you and i'm always going to love you unconditionally which is i'm aware that that is what i'm doing and just like how do you fucking fix that like how do you fix that i don't know and it stems from like just like wanting to fit in as a kid and not fitting in you know just like not being able to fit in and then kids my age taking advantage of that you know kind of just having me there as their emotional punch bag or like as a safety net like if if no one else can hang out at least i know that i can hang out with her because she can't say no you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's not fair for me to put all this baggage on grace and say like she's being a bad friend 
you know? And that I would never do that at this point that I am now, you know? Maybe in the mm-hmm. past I would have. And I would have run away and I would have been like, it was her fault, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand where my responsibilities end and hers begin. Because if we're going to be friends, we both need to be open and honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, again, it goes back to the control. Like, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere with her, but it's only been a day. Like, literally, <laughs> we saw her yesterday. Like, yeah. yesterday was when <laughs> we said goodbye and I texted her earlier today. Yeah, so I was I telling my sister, like, just give her time because the weekend ended yesterday you know it just happened so yeah yeah and you're right like you just have to learn what you're responsible for in a friendship and what you can control in a friendship you know because we all that's the thing we all have things we can control anywhere Mm -hmm. it's just knowing your place because you get so frustrated when you try to control something that isn't your place and then all of a sudden it blows up in your face Right? Rightfully so, because it's like, you're not responsible for other people's emotions and behaviors. Yeah. And it's like, I logically know that, you know? And I could talk about it all fucking day. But in real time, I'm triggered. I'm spiraling. I'm victimizing Mm -hmm. myself. That's a huge one. Yeah. That's a huge one. And that's also like, the text message I was was sending to her, I was trying not to be a victim, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're trying to actively just be there for her and try to understand. just try to understand. Like, truly want to understand. Like, there's, there's facts, right? There's facts. Those facts are that me and Grace struggle with anxiety. Our energy was matched at the first half of the the day on Saturday and our energies were not matching at the second half. That's all the facts that we know. Everything else is like how she feels, her assumptions, my assumptions, my perceptions. The facts are that there was a change in her behavior and I'm trying to understand where it came from and that's it. Like that's literally it. Yes. But that's part of the problem yes and what i heard from the first part was you were it was really hard for you to get out of that reactive state where you're just reacting because i didn't get out of it yes yeah the whole weekend yeah um because we all have triggers and then when we you can either react and yeah it causes a lot of like more anxiety and stuff or whatever or you just watch it come to you you see you like you feel it coming but you're like perceptive enough and like i've i've heard other people explain this way you're just basically smart enough to just say oh i see you i see you coming i see that i'm triggered by this but i'm gonna stop it and like i'm not gonna or not even no not stop it sorry that was the incorrect thing to say you see it come and you feel it but you don't react from it It doesn't change your actions yeah that's the thing we can't control how we feel but we can control how we react we control our next step our behavior our behavior Mm -hmm. yeah um what comes next your initial feelings are there but you decide what comes next you're right yeah you're right and that's where it spirals out of control because i was like she's mad at me and then every behavior that i had from then on was like i hope she's not mad at me mm-hmm. and then even the text messages were like please don't be mad at me and yeah. then her no matter what she said to me i don't think i would have felt okay because things already happened yeah and i need to figure like i'm feeling so much better now yeah i feel like our talk really helped me process the situation and i feel like i'm in a much better place now yeah i feel like you were react you were acting from fear the whole weekend which is what i want to teach people like literally most of the time in your day you're gonna realize you either react from or you're either acting from fear or you're acting from love now that you're finally first of all being compassionate to yourself having that love for yourself and compassion and realizing it's okay that that happened it's okay that you reacted that way you have to accept yourself as you come you know yeah 
and it doesn't erase all the work you've done i feel like that happens like you once you spiral you spiral and then you feel like you're at the bare bottom bare minimum like you're not enough and all these things so right now that you're finally acting from compassion you're realizing what you did do right and then you're just having compassion for yourself and realizing what you could do better like you know the compassion never leaves you just you know that's what we all have to work on Mm -hmm. always having that compassion there yeah you know because at the end of the day we're all doing our best and that was something that didn't miss me i knew you were doing your best and grace as well i knew both of you were so yeah you know i'm glad you feel better because you did not deserve to feel that way you know Mm -hmm. and i did i knew you were just in your head i was like Mm -hmm. i need to get her out of it because you did your best yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and i can see it now and hopefully in the future this process can start to shorten and shorten and shorten where i can be alone that's the other thing you know if i would have been if you wouldn't have been here i probably would have just spiraled for days Mm-hmm. and i need to learn how to get there alone yeah even though i love that i have you i'm it's again like my codependency issues latch on to that and then i feel like i can't function without you you know yeah. what i mean yeah of course of course and and i'm proud of you for realizing that 100 percent. but also how are you gonna know if you just don't know how yeah. are you gonna learn yeah listen all the things i've learned came from other people telling me you know yeah. like and the amount of times i've needed you to tell me remind me things and yeah. other people just to remind me things and by other people i mean mainly honestly the internet yeah i mean that's really where i've learned all my tiktok you know, yeah tiktok i love mental oh, health tiktok my goodness <laughs> has tiktok helped me get out of my head so many times the amount of like comfort people provide on there mm-hmm. is so nice and like oh my god it just it's so helpful a lot of the time i mean mm-hmm. i think it depends what you what's on your for you page what yeah you know but you have that's the thing you have to want to learn and grow and that's how you get those things on your for you page yeah, you know exactly so yes tiktok oh my gosh has that been a huge help in my entire life mm-hmm. keeping things lighthearted is so important for me so yeah. even just like yeah. fun, funny shit is like yeah. really fun there you know and um also armchair expert oh, Dax shepherd shout out to Dax shepherd Dax shepherd is the reason we started this he is and he is. and also don't tell Kristen, <laughs> but i'm in love with you <laughs> I'm in love with both of them. Yeah, Give Monica and Dax. Yeah. Yeah, let's not forget Monica. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? Monica, Monica is the cutest. Uh-huh. And she's so smart. And every, mouse. You know, he calls her miniature mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You know, Dax has such good wisdom Mm -hmm. and and he's always the one who's like i don't want to hear about people's successes i want to hear about your failures Mm -hmm. and that's like just so true and that's why he's so wise you know because he'll be the first to tell you like i was an addict i was a scumbag and like i need to be more compassionate for myself because yeah i am going to fuck up Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly how i get out of it you know that's how i grow and it's so cliche Mm -hmm. and that's the problem with cliches that they're usually true yeah cliches are right and I've accepted that in my life. So that's why I was so surprised that you're like, it's so cliche. Because like, I, you kind of have to just learn to accept when you're being cliche. Yeah. You know? Like, you, yes. I feel like you went, you jumped immediately judging yourself for even saying exactly. that. Exactly. And that's like, no. That is exactly the opposite of what we want now. Because yeah. 
it, yeah it, but that was something i learned on so early though like since i was 13 um because shay carl he was a huge inspiration to me when i was 13 and he would always say that the secret to life is all in the cliches and it's true like mm. we all hear all of these things you need to love yourself you need to respect yourself you can't have someone if you still feel lonely by yourself mm. um but those are the answers and if we all just focus on them and what it means to us how it resonates to us um yeah you get over it and you just end up being a person i think cliches is just people having a problem being vulnerable you're right and 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 i i accepted that when i mm -hmm. heard that i'm like oh my god that's so true because i would always i was such a judgmental person at that point i'm like 13 i'm like so hard on myself um i was so judgmental um when you were why 13? can i be better yeah last year last year <laughs> last year what does that mean that to me you look like a baby and you always will oh i i accept because everyone else in the world tells me i look so much older than i am and they've always told me that because i'm a very tall girl i'm five eight um and i just i'm very mature also just a trauma response but yeah i've but always been mature you know, so i just yeah. look feel yeah yeah so you give off that energy yeah i've been a woman so 13 no i'm <laughs> kidding no i'm kidding no i i can no i i don't well, think yeah. i've been a woman since last year but and you know it that's how that's how it should be you know right. people are people are 40 and still aren't mature women and men so yeah, yeah. you know i'm really proud of myself and that's fine <laughs> and also i'm saying i'm proud of myself but i mean thank god that i was yeah. able to find that because it didn't come i mean i, I had to have a lot of help outside help yeah. you know and yeah absolutely yeah. and just to go back to the cliches i feel like yes it's such a good beautiful natural organic spot to end i think and um the cliche mm -hmm. that we're learning from today is you have to fail in order to succeed, you know? And I'm pretty sure I said that mm -hmm. <laughs> earlier without even thinking. But that's what it is, you know? I reacted from a place of fear this weekend. I could have had a much better time if I didn't. But I had to go through that in order to catch myself. In order to have this conversation with you. Where I understand my blind spots, you know? Definitely. Like, what do I need to pray about? What do I need to meditate on? Because... I, you know, I'm recently single. It's time to really take it seriously, you know, because I'm tired of these cycles. I'm tired of these unhealthy patterns. And if I don't do it now, then when, you know, mm -hmm. and, and not, I don't, it's not a chore. I just want to you... know where to start. And right now I feel like I got a clear answer. Yeah. And I think you're just realizing now that you deserve it. I think that's the difference between you a week ago and you now. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because that's when you really, your belief of yourself really changes when you realize, um, or like, listen, you really, we all know if we've done our shadow work or not. If we've really gone to the nitty gritty, we all know. Because you know what? It's going to be uncomfortable. So then when things end up coming out like this, where we all have these moments where you're just like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? Why yeah. can't I ever figure it out? Yeah. Why am I still being the same? Why am I still having these the same cycles? Like, yeah. what the fuck? I thought I did the work. I thought I did, right? And then, but then to really overcome it and do the shadow to work you have to know you deserve it you deserve happiness your breaking point is when you realize i don't deserve to live this way i don't fucking deserve to live this way anymore yeah. i'm i'm done with it yeah. i'm done with it i deserve better i don't think all the work you've done has been in vain mm -hmm. because you're a completely different person now and you would have never if you were looking at me and i was in your position you would tell me the same thing and you would understand that i deserve it and you're just i just feel like you're just such a different person now and you're gonna overcome it now because you come from such a different place now yeah. you know from love and and you're gonna realize that like all the things you're asking of other people it's just you haven't asked for it of yourself and i i was reading um green lights 
earlier and he just wrote he writes poems oh sorry matthew mcconaughey writes poems in that book and one of them was just like reiterating how much you you can't ask the world of anything unless you give it to yourself first and it all starts with having compassion for yourself and understanding for yourself first Mm -hmm. and where you come from so that was beautiful Thank you. I feel like that's such a perfect (laughs) spot to end this show. Yes. Um, I feel like this show was who we really are and how our conversations go. A billion percent. And um, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, Yeah. We're we're really proud that we're just doing this. Like, we are not, we're learning not to be attached to the outcome, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. And just put out what we have to offer, what we've learned so far. So 100%. Do with it what you will. Yes, do with it what you will. And we are here for you. I mean, I feel like what we're talking about is a lot of what people think um, doesn't matter. Like my friend, my best friend, she was saying like, I don't feel like emotions are useful to me. I'm like, okay, but we're talking about about it now, bitch. And you have a problem. Like we were, the reason she said, I don't feel like emotions are useful to me is because we're talking through her her emotions. Like you, you know, if you don't think they're important, you're going to reach a bottom and you're not going to know what the fuck to do. Listen, I get it if you logically think um, emotions don't help me at, at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, we all feel and we all feel the same. It's just how you express it. Mm-hmm. And your your um, whatever you want for your future is going to be held back by how much you're accepting of your emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to be set back in so many ways mm-hmm. if you don't just deal with it now yeah. and figure out how to understand your own triggers and accept being vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable with yourself. And it's really hard, but it's worth it it leads to a more fulfilling life so that is why it matters you know that's because at the end of the day that's all that's all we want every person and that's we all know this every person just wants a fulfilling life and that's how you'll get there so we i want to like emphasize how much i love anyone who is listening right now we love you so much this is why we started this we have so much love to offer Mm -hmm. we've gone to the point in our lives where we feel like we love ourselves enough even if we're still getting there because obviously we both are but we feel like we have enough love to share Mm -hmm. and so thank you so 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 much for listening we try to be as funny with these things as we can but we also need to be serious sometimes so snap out of it (laughs) snap out of it i'm sure bitch and for anyone who says like how can you love me you don't know me i i read something the other day that was like if we can hate people we don't know we can love people we don't know i think i said that to you <laughs> yeah because I, I think it might have been a long time ago that i told you so that's why i'm like oh yeah that happens all the time to me but like i just i don't know why i, I even have to reiterate it then <laughs> if i if i'm like if i know that i told you why do i have to say i told you well it's just like i just need you to as a gemini i just need just- you to know that i'm intelligent and i knew that <laughs> I think that's where it's that coming is from. Such a Gemini thing. It is the ego in Gemini's <laughs> <laughs> lies within intelligence a lot of the time and logic. So it does in Libras as well. But like, ooh, Gemini's. We, if you want to test a Gemini in your life, tell them something they already know. They'll cut you off in the middle. Like I know already. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a five-year relationship with a Gemini, so I could say for a fact. If you're listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. It's all from love. Yeah. And I hope you can feel that. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.